1: on today's episode of the bolts broadcast it's time for world juniors be tuned Season 3, episode 23 of the Bolts Broadcast. Mike Mitchelson and Chase Kroshaw
0: with you today. Chase, how are you feeling? It is a lovely Wednesday afternoon. I am pretty excited for the show. I look forward to talking about World Juniors every year, which as you know, we talked about on the last show, this is what we're going to be doing today. So I'm pretty excited overall. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. Uh, World Juniors talk, can't wait for it. After this, we're doing a we're not professionals football episode, but it's a Christmas special, and because we do videos over there, we've got a nice uh, little setup here. So, we've got the Christmas mm-hmm. tree in the studio. We got some stockings, some presents. So, very very festive mood right now. Uh, we really hope that you guys have a great Christmas coming up, or you know, just a great weekend, whatever you might. Celebrate. We really hope you guys have a great time. Uh, Quick announcement before we head into the show. Monday, we will not be releasing a show. We will continue to focus just on hanging out with family, friends, being in a joyous mood, all of that. But next week, Thursday, we will be back coming at you with more Bolts broadcast news, uh, reactions, everything like that. So for today's episode, like we said, it is World Juniors. We are going to be talking a majority amount of time about the World Junior Championship. But before we do that, we want to talk quickly about Tampa news. First up, we got John Cooper in the COVID protocol.
0: Yeah, so pretty much every team in the league has been dealing with guys going on the COVID this one or another, Um, whether it be players, staff members, whatever, you know, it's just bound to happen with the way cases are. Um, So not, not too surprising. Tampa had to play last night. Without him on the bench, um, uh, you know it worked out. Didn't matter anyway. But you know, ho- hopefully, all these guys that are that are on um, this list can recover, have no issues going forward.
1: Absolutely, and I don't know if my source, which is John Dowell, is right. It's probably not, but he said the new variant that's out there is very minor when it comes to the actual symptoms. So I have no idea on that one. Whatever it might be, let's just hope that you know John Cooper and. All the players out there on the COVID protocol are very uh, minor when it comes to their symptoms, and they're able to enjoy the holidays. Uh, but Chase, we had one game last night. It was a good one. It started off nicely. Uh, when you look at you know the middle of the game, it didn't really look as nice as the Vegas Knights were able to score three in a row on us, but a nice
0: comeback for the team. Uh, it was a good one. Yeah, you can't really... Complain, you know. Obviously, you know when you look at the the shots, nineteen forty one, just on paper, just like that. You're like, oh, you know, Tampa got worked. But at the end of the day, um, if you come out with a win, it just, it, it just doesn't matter how how that looks.
1: Absolutely, and it wasn't an overtime game, so go- the Golden Knights still no shootout or overtime losses, so which is weird. crazy to think That's about. So weird. Uh, twenty and twelve there. We moved to twenty six and four, sitting real nice in the standings right now, putting us. Again, first in the Atlantic, so we love to see that. Um, but now we get to talk about World Juniors. Uh, Hell yeah. Let's let's link it to Tampa real quick. Talk about how Tampa not really showing out when it comes to World Juniors. But we know this team not really a prospect heavy team, more of a team that's going for the chip. But when we're looking at the tournament overall, we're not really seeing team Tampa players there.
0: No, we're not really seeing any. We're not seeing any at all. We we get zero on rosters. Um, yeah, it's it is the way that it is. You know, be that way. Um, I don't know what other cliches I, cliches I can use, but we would have had one. Would have been Jack Thompson who would have made Team Canada. He was pretty much a lock with how he's been playing this year. Uh, then Sudbury goes down with COVID cases. They have to shut down. He can't make it out to camp, so he gets shafted over that way. So you know that that's, that sucks for Tomer, but. Um, you know, that's just, you know, reality of the situation. So Tampa's not going to really have a whole lot to look forward here in terms of their current guys. But, you know, if, if you're a, a Lightning fan, of course, still watch the tournament because there's plenty of draft eligibles that could end up, you know, being a draft pick of the Tampa Lightning one day.
1: Absolutely. So, Chase, let's now hop into Group A discussion. Uh, we're going to look at Group B on the other side of the commercial break, but we figured we'd start with the trash division. You know, of Canada, Finland, Germany, Czech, and Austria—definitely nowhere near Group B, which has the U.S. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. reigning gold medal champs. Uh, so let's take a look at Group A. We'll start off with Canada. They are the top team, no doubt. Uh, we expect them to be in the finals once again.
0: Yeah, um, I mean that. It, it really just like every year. I mean, I, I, there's really not much you can say other than it, it's Team Canada. They're going to come into the tournament as pretty heavy favorites. You know, when you go and look at the roster, we, we talked about it before. You know, their, their decor is a little lacking because you know a player like Jack Thompson couldn't be added to the roster. Um, Brand Clark was very questionably left off the roster, even though he would have been their best defenseman. So that doesn't make much sense. But you know, regardless, there's, there's still some you know good names in the back end like Kaden Goulian, Zellweger. When you look up front, um, you know, for in terms of already NHL drafted players. Uh, Cole Perfetti, Dylan Gunther, Mason McTavish, Kent Johnson, you know, a couple of these guys have played some NHL games already. You know They're, they're legitimate talents. And, you know, of course, Sebastian Kossa is going to really be their rock. Uh, you know, he was a high draft pick of the Detroit Red Wings. He's been an excellent goaltender in the WHL. So those are the guys they're going to re- rely on pretty heavily. And then, of course, you know, there's two other names that we, we're going to need to talk about. Yeah, I mean,
1: I think that... You talked about, very briefly, Cole Perfetti, obviously, on this team. That's a guy we've mentioned before uh, in earlier episodes that this is a kid to look out for best player in the tournament. Like, he is a 2020 draft pick. You think he really shouldn't be in this tournament. You think he should be playing for Winnipeg. This is a guy who really could be uh, going off this tournament. So, that's going to be an exciting player. But, uh, I mean, you look at some of the names for upcoming draft years and it's headlined by Shane Wright and Connor Bedard.
0: Shane Wright's going to play a lot of minutes in this tournament. He's going to be a top six forward at the absolute worst, if not a top line center. He's going to get big minutes because team Canada loves what he does. He plays obviously, you know, a a good offensive game, but he plays a, an extremely sound defensive game as well. He is, you know, essentially a Patrice Spurs type of player where he's going to provide the type of offense as well as be a shutdown guy. So, He's going to be used in all situations. Look out for him to have a hell of a tourney. Then you go over to Connor Bedard. You know, right now he's starting off as the extra forward. Not too surprising. Uh, someone as young as him in this tournament usually kind of is the case. I mean, he's still 16 years old. He's a July birthday, so it's not like he's going to be like, you know, one of these early, early birthdays that we see in hockey. Uh, you know, he's still going to be 16 through the whole tournament. I bet you he finds his way some ice time or finds a way to get some ice time um, throughout the tournament. But right at the beginning, you know, first couple games, maybe he's not going to see a whole lot, but once he gets to play teams like Germany and Austria, once he can go out there and, and see 15, 20 minutes like legitimately and put up three or four points they're gonna realize during the playoff round, Oh God, we have to play him.
1: It's going to be a lot of fun to watch him and Maffei Mishkov right now, the top two prospects for that 2023 draft class, uh, They're some of the youngest players in this tournament, so to see them and what kind of X factor that they can bring into their teams and on the ice, that's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Um, Let's now move over to Finland. What do we expect from this team? Are they going to be a team that you could see vying for a gold medal, maybe a bronze medal, or are we thinking this is probably
0: like a a 5th, 6th looking team? When you look at Team Finland's roster, almost every single year you think, yeah, you know, like it's it's good, but really, what are the odds of, of meddling? And every single year, they are a top four team. They um, they medal pretty much every season because they play a really strong team game. It's it's like what the Islanders do, but a lot more exciting with more offense. But they, they just they all you know they fall in, like they all don't fall into the system. But they all trust the system that, that it's implemented. They play it extremely well, and it's just a hard team to beat. So it's to me, that kind of thing again. You know, there's, there's names worth mentioning. Um, you know, of course, Underagers, Brad Lambert, uh, Joachim Kemmel, they're going to be very high draft picks, top 10 picks at the absolute worst this year. Already drafted player, Samuel Hellenius. Uh, you know, he's an assistant captain in the top finish league as an 18-, as 19-year-old. An it's a pretty amazing feat. He's a super talented player. Roby Jarventy with Ottawa, Ronnie Hervonen, Topi Niemela, Emil Viro, just, there's There's some good NHL prospect-type names here, but, you know, as a whole, the roster still just seems slightly underwhelming, but I, I guarantee you they're going to find a way to a medal.
1: Now, here's my big question for this finished roster. Is there a star on this team? Is there going to be a guy that every time you look at the IIHF app, you go to stats. Is there going to be a guy on this roster that you could see sitting in that top three for scoring or
0: maybe even top five? Probably not. My best bet for it would be Brad Lambert, honestly. And he's, Struggled kind of heavily in, in the Finnish League this year. You know, he looked a lot better last year, he looked really good in the U20 tournament. Uh, this year he's not looking as strong in in the pro league, but this tournament should serve his way for him to really boost his confidence and kind of get out of his rut. And if he gets hot early on, he's going to continue to stay hot throughout the whole tournament and put up some crazy numbers. But he's really like the only guy that I, I would bet on, you know, like someone like Samuel Hellenius, who I'm a big fan of his game. He's you know, he, he could be like, he could score seven or eight points in the tournament, like, but that's that's not enough to put you in the, in the top three to five, but it's definitely respectable.
1: Right. All right. What do we want to talk about next? Germany or the Czech Republic?
0: Let's go on to the Czechs. next. They're, they're the next best chance of meddling uh, in this group, and it's still really not that great of a chance. I mean, Jan Misak, Yuri Kulich, David Juracek, Stanislav Sfosel Sfosel, excuse me. Those are really the, the names of guys that are to look out for, and three of those names are draft eligible guys, like first time draft eligibles. So when when you're you're kind of putting out there a team like, like that, that young, there's really not too much hope, to be honest. You, I think he and misek has got a good chance of being one of the better players in this tournament. Um, he's really going to have to drive the offense. Like if if they're gonna have any chance moving on, he's gonna need ten to fifteen points in this tournament, like a, at least. Um, your check and Sposal, I think are gonna get some good ice time. Your your check's gonna be another. Top 10 pick this year, that kid's a stud defenseman. Yuri Kulic is going to find his way in the first, second round, possibly. Uh, so you know, It's a good young team, uh, a team that you can maybe look forward to next year, maybe the following year. But in terms of this year, I mean, they're really not too much of hopefuls. Do you think the goaltending
1: options here for the Czech Republic could maybe steal a game or two? I mean, you got Jan Bednar and Nick Malik as your top two guys. You think either of these two guys could put on a show and maybe have a... um Who's the Peter uh, Mrazek type performance in the World Juniors this year?
0: No, probably not. Um, and and first of all, it's it's Jan Bednash for some reason. Oh, okay, um, weird. Uh, yeah, very weird. But anyways, Jan Bednash is probably going to be the rock of of the, of the team. In I, that.
1: How do you have B E D N A R be Bednash? Yeah, I don't don't okay. even
0: don't even ask me. It's good I, thing
1: I, that's I, not hockey name of the day.
0: for real but yeah even he's good he's a solid prospect i think he's someone that's got some nhl hopes but like he's not someone who's even close to a complete product so he's gonna have to get hot if he wants to kind of dominate and i really don't expect that happening
1: okay let's head over to germany this is a team that you and i are constantly rooting for we love seeing the hockey minority countries do some big stuff and Although Germany has had some players in the NHL and uh, they have their own leagues and everything, they're still not a powerhouse. They're not the Finland, they're not the Swedens of the world. So this is a team we find ourselves rooting for often. What do we expect from this team?
0: The only thing this team has going for them is the fact that Austria is in their pool. I'm not joking. Like, <laughs> like you don't have more excited. You don't have Tim Schutzla. Those two gone right there. It's it's going to be pretty hard to, to compete in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, surprising cut, Julian Lutz. He was going to be a borderline first round pick this year. Um, you know, maybe he'll probably end up in the second round in my rankings by the end of the season. But he's someone that I thought was for sure going to be on this team. Sure enough, he's not. I don't know if there's something else going on. You know, if there is, let me know. But Really, it's just it's not a a team full of of drafted players. You know, there's a, there's a couple, not very many. Um, you know, Florian Elias, Maxim Goltzel, Luca Munzberger, and maybe Nikita in that. um Maybe he'll do okay. Like those are the kind of the names to keep an eye on. But here's the thing: one of those players, or two of those players, counting the goalie actually, Quap are drafted. Every, everyone else on this roster, it's just guys that are, you know, they they might be all right German league players in the, in like down the road, but. They're just nothing special. They're really going to have to scrap out some wins if they want to have a chance at anything.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at the roster right now. Not a lot of names that I recognize. However, I do see quite a few umlaus. And I even see the double S, which is a B. The sharpest S, yeah. Yeah, that. Um, so, uh, interesting roster. The only like real name that I know and I'm excited to watch is Maxim Klotsel, So
0: Yeah, and uh, Klotsel's a guy that... I'm kind of a fan of, I think he should have been drafted by now. He's not like someone who's close to the NHL. He's going to still need some development time, but I think there's a chance that he could find his way there, you know, as like maybe, a, you know, like, like a third pair type of guy. Um, he still needs some work, as I mentioned. So, I you know, I wouldn't expect him to completely dominate this tournament, but I would expect him to be pretty heavily relied on.
1: Yeah, for sure. And we are going to be making our predictions after we preview all of the teams in the group. So make sure to stay tuned for that. We're also going to do a competitive little draft here at the end of the episode, and we'll be able to track who does better throughout the tournament. So I think that's going to be a lot of fun, too. But you said that Germany's only chance is because Austria is in their group. That's the last team we're going to take a look at. What do we expect from them, if anything at all?
0: Uh very little there is zero NHL drafted players on this roster. There's a couple of guys that I think will get drafted this year. Marco Casper is a lock to be drafted. He'll be a first round pick. This kid's pretty good. He's playing in the Swedish league. Um if, if you watch him play, he's got some great talent. I expect him to play 25 minutes a night legitimately for this team. Outside of him, uh Johannes Schuring is a solid forward playing in I believe the Ice Hockey League, which is the top Austrian league. Um and you know, he, he's he's solid. He, he's someone that could be, you know, a mid to late round draft pick, but nothing like groundbreaking and then uh vincent's roher he's playing it in in the o sorry he, what was that what what vincent's, roher? vincent's vincent roher okay so um yeah he's you know he's he's solid he's playing in the O. um not not like in uh world breaking talent but you know m- maybe someone that could find his way on a draft list at the end of the season um scoring at a decent range under a point per game in the o as a 17 year old it, it's just it's a very underwhelming roster. Um, you know some returning players: Matthias Baum and Santa Peters and Sebastian Rainschitz. Those are three names that I guess if you want to look out for them um, because they they should probably get some ice time along with Marco Casper. But it, it's 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 not going to be very competitive. Is
1: there going to be any flashbacks to the likes of a Thomas Vanek or a Michael Grabner for this Austrian team? Any players that could uh, produce like? Those two were able to.
0: Marco Casper is the only guy that's got a chance because he's going to be a pretty good NHLer one day. Um, you know, I would expect him to leave this team in scoring pretty safely. It's a 17-year-old, but I just don't know how much scoring that's going to be.
1: Okay. Well, we're going to go to Group B, but we are going to a quick commercial break before we do that. Make sure to stay tuned because on the other side, going to be previewing the reigning gold medal champs. Football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game. But with the latest no-brainer from the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point is scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't yet available in your state, you can still get in on all of the NFL action. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with the DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. Bet $1 on any team to score and you win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code THPN this week at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 years or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Shout out to our friends over at DraftKings. Make sure if you're doing any betting, head over to the DraftKings Sportsbook. All right, Chase, Group B for the World Juniors. Uh, again, this tournament is one of our favorite times of the year. When it comes to the actual hockey season, what we just say, this ranks maybe third. You probably got the NHL draft really high up there, one or two. Uh, when it comes to, like, actual events, you know, the playoffs are very high as well. And then you got this, like, right up there. So This is my number two, honestly. Ooh. I, I prefer this over the playoffs. Okay, and unless like the bolts, are well, yeah, in the, in the but, cup, like, but yeah, but we've been and, blessed with that recently. Yeah.
0: <laughs> in In general, this is the aspect of the game that I'm most um interested in. So this is this really captures my attention.
1: The prospects, the young guys. Yeah. So let's head over to Group B. Let's start off with a team that has made a lot of interesting moves coming into this tournament. Only one right-handed player on their whole team. And it's their number one goaltender, that being Russia.
0: Yeah, and that goaltender, Yaroslav Askarov, we might as well start with him. He's gonna be the only reason that they can really get anything done this year. The roster is still good. Don't get me wrong. Like it, it's Team Russia. There's a lot of talent out of Russia, but you know that they decide we're not gonna add any of our North American players because of you know political reasons. So st- stupid bullshit. And on top of that, they left some good names back in Russia too. So none of it really makes sense. Uh, Askarov's gonna need to let up. You know. At most two goals a game. Sometimes the only gonna be able to let up one. It really is what it comes down to because there are much better teams in, in their pool. Uh, honestly, um, there's two for sure better teams and another team that I think is gonna really give them a good run when they play it just within their pool. So Russia is gonna have to really fight hard, figure it out, and rely on their goaltending. But you know, just just to mention a couple names r- real quick, um, you know, uh, Vasily Panmorayev, uh, Fedor Svechkov, Murat Kuznutinov. Uh, Nikita Chiberkov, Shakir Makamadulin. You know, those are some good names then some draft eligible guys and some future draft eligible guys Danil Yurov he's going to be probably a top five pick at the end of the year uh, that's what's where I'm going to have him he's going to be the number one Russian player taken at least on my rankings and then of course Matthew Mishkov coming up in 2023 uh, this kid's just incredible I gotta imagine um, Russia doesn't like playing their young guys too often but he's gonna be too good not to play.
1: Yeah, this team is very interesting because, like you said, a lot of good players left off the roster, but then you have, like, insanely good players when it comes to their yep. talent-wise. Yaroslav Askarov, Maffei, Mishkov, like you talked about. Guys that can really be an X factor for the team and take them over that hump. Uh, You said that you think they there is at least two teams that are better and a team that can be very competitive with this Russia roster. So my biggest question is as Team USA and as fans of Team USA what should they expect from Russia? Obviously Russia for decades have been that boogeyman outside of Canada. You know, they've been that team yeah. that the US has always had to worry about. So with the US playing in the same group as Russia, what should they expect?
0: Yeah, it's it's going to be Still a tough battle. Like you, you like. Don't get me wrong. It's still a talented team, and Russia. They 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 play their tournament like a little like weirdly. I don't know how to explain it, but their their style of hockey in world is always strange. It's it's going to be a hard battle nonetheless. You're just going to have to be able to find find ways to put the puck back past Askarov. You know, if Askarov lets in no goals, then they automatically win. That's, that's how that works. Um, if he lets in two goals, then you know maybe Russia can only get one on on uh, Drew Camasso for. USA, which we'll talk about USA's roster more here in a little bit. But um, it's not going to be like you know a walk in the park, but it's still a game where I think Team USA is better in every facet except for the goaltending.
1: Okay, let's now look over to Team Sweden. Is this the team that you said will be very competitive with Russia?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Team Sweden, every year. I mean, you could tell by that record they had by winning 52 straight games through the preliminary rounds that they're obviously a dominant team. Um, They always struggle when it comes to the playoff round for some reason, but... You know, they've they've got a talented roster, which I, I do like. Um they always obviously find ways to, to fight teams pretty hard and no matter who who they're going against, they, they find ways to win. So when you look at some of the names, um Alexander Holtz, William Eklund, these these two are gonna be the rocks up front. Someone, Evanson's gonna be the rock on the back end. Um, you know, joining him on the back end of be Andre Heldrick Rons up front, a couple other names to keep an eye on. Fabian Lysel, Isaac Rosen, Oscar O'Lawson. Then of course Yesra Wallstadt and Nett. So just, just those names are some of the main guys. And there's plenty of other NHL talented players, uh, drafted players. This whole roster is full of them. So it's a pretty complete roster from top to bottom. Um, there's not really any hole in their game, I don't think.
1: For many, many years, Sweden has always been that team in World Juniors where you look at their defensive core and you go, wow, that is a amazing defense. Is the defense the best part of Sweden's team this year, or do you expect it to be elsewhere?
0: I mean, I would probably say the best parts of goaltending. I think I think Wallstedt's gonna be too good in this tournament to not say that it is. The D core is still pretty good. I think it'd be better if they, you know, a name that they cut off was William Wallander. I don't really know why. Um, I think he, I thought he was a lock to make this team. I think he would make them a lot better. But regardless, um, it's still a really talented group. But I, it's. I think their goalies, their goaltending is probably above the rest, and then their forwards and D are pretty close to tied, but they're all at the lowest level elite.
1: Okay. Uh, what team do you think will pose a bigger challenge to the rest of Group B, Slovakia or Switzerland?
0: Oh, it's going to be Slovakia. Let's talk oh, about them then. It's going to be Slovakia, man. Slovak hockey, it's coming back. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah, so it's, you know, it. they're not going to, like, odds are they're not going to come out here and do too much damage in this tournament, but they're definitely going to be good down the road. Um, I, I'm super excited to watch this team play, though. Current NHL draft picks, uh, Martin Kromiak, Jakub Demick, and Samuel Kanazko, those three guys are going to be pretty heavily relied on. Martin Kromiak, I suspect, is going to have a big tourney. Then blue-chip prospects for this upcoming draft, Uras Likovsky, Philip Massar, Simone Namich. I mean, it's a incredibly talented roster, and you got to mention there's two oh fives on this team. Maxim Sturbach, you know, he might play a little bit here and there. He might kind of be like the last defenseman, though, but I suspect he'll get some ice time. But Dale Bordovsky, this kid, he's my third player for the 2023 draft class. So you got, you got Bernard, you got Mishkov, then you got Dvorsky, and this kid is gross. He's playing currently in the second-level Swedish Pro League. Um, he's playing for AIK. They have a chance to get promoted this year, so maybe he'll be in the SHL next year. If not, I bet he gets loaned to an SHL team so he can go dominate there. But this kid is incredible. Uh, it's in... Like, uh, it's, it's a sleeper type of roster. It's a roster that if you go out there and you're not prepared to play your, your ass off, you're going to lose. Like, they, they could beat Russia, they could beat Sweden, they could beat the U.S., and they sure as hell can beat Switzerland. They are looking, you know, like, like a team that isn't going to go out there and necessarily win a medal, but they're someone that can go out there and really kind of disturb some things for some other teams.
1: So, I've got a question. Team Slovakia versus Team Finland, who would you favor at this moment?
0: I, I'm going to favor the, those other, like, all the teams that you expect I would favor, like above them, I'm still okay. going to favor. So I'm still going to favor Team Slovakia or Team Finland, I mean, over Team Slovakia. But I honestly, if, if they had to face off against each other, like it would not surprise me at all to see Slovakia come out that win, especially with the goaltending options for Team Finland. I'm just not a huge fan of.
1: So would you say you're comfortable to put them at number six coming into this draft class? So you've got the U.S., Russia, Sweden, Canada, and Finland as your top five. Or do you think the likes of the Czechs? Or uh I don't know, someone else could challenge the Slovakia team for that sixth spot.
0: It, it's it's between the Czechs and the Slovaks. It's tough, but I'm gonna give the edge to the Slovaks. I think they're gonna come out there and perform a, a little better. And then, um, you know, like these guys that are gonna be draft picks in the future that are gonna really help this team down the road too. Like, like we're gonna see. I think next year is Slova- Slovakia's year to be an extremely good world junior team. Um, not necessarily, not still not like quite Team USA, Team Canada, Team Russia, but like a team that that team can have a legitimate chance to medal if if all the guys go, if there aren't guys in the NHL. All
1: right, sounds good. Let's now move on to Switzerland, uh, obviously saving the best for last. Uh, What do we expect from this Switzerland team? Is it going to be a team that mightily struggles along the lines of a Germany and an Austria, or is it a team that's going to be a little bit more competitive?
0: It's a team that's going to struggle. Team Switzerland, they have not a whole lot going on right now. Simone Canock, Brian Sinetti, they're the two drafted players, and they're not necessarily stud prospects. Leon Bichelle, he's going to end up being a, a draft pick as a defenseman. He, he's got a good chance to go, you know, first, second, third-round type range. Uh, he's he's good, but he's not necessarily, like, unreal or anything. Other than that, you know, names, uh, Lorenzo Canonica, Attila Biasca, Noah Delamont, Giancarlo Shantan, like, you know, those, those guys can help mitigate the risk, but really they're going to be so far behind the other teams in this pool.
1: That's that's such a tough pool too because Switzerland they got to go up against the reigning gold medal champs the U.S. Russia Sweden and then this resurgent Slovakia team so you got to feel bad for Switzerland there but it's time to move on to the team in World Juniors it's time to move on to the country that represents hockey I'm probably gonna get some hate for saying that uh, but the United States reigning gold medal champs. What do we expect from this roster? Is it a team that can go back to back like our Tampa Bay Lightning did?
0: Maybe, maybe. Okay. Like it's, it's a very good roster. Twenty-one to twenty-five players are NHL draft picks. Two of the four that are not NHL draft picks currently are first-time eligibles and will be draft picks. The other two are guys that um you know have chances chances to year's older players, but it's it, it's just a pretty damn good team looking on paper. Maybe not as good. Is last year, you know, when you can have Trevor Zagross, Alex Turcotte, Cole Caulfield, or was that two years ago? No, no, that was last year. Um, Yeah, so when when you can can have those guys in, um, uh, obviously you're going to be a lot stronger, but it's still a really good team. Matty Beneers up front, joined by, I'm going to list a few names. This is only a few of the plenty of names that could be (laughs) making a big impact, but. Matty Beneers, Brett Barard, Logan Cooley, Matt Cornado, Matthew Kanais, Chaz Lucius, uh, Carter Mazur, who's having a great year as his first year of NCAA hockey. Sasha Pasajov, Mackie Samuskevich, Landon Slaggart, all like those those are just some of the names. Like all these forwards are legitimate impact type of guys. Um it- it's a great group up front. And if we want to move to the D or if you got anything to hit on that real quick.
1: Um, my only question with this US roster is has there ever been a roster, not just U.S., any roster in you know Canada, Russia, whatever, that has had a better slate of
0: names than this U.S. roster? I mean, it's pretty much just the, the NTDP team. Like like the, the this the groups of O 3s O 4s O so NTDP names are like really great names. So like it, it, you know it's a it's a great question to ask. Um, it's a worthy question to be asking because th- there's some good ones.
1: And when you got guys like. Red Savage and Chaz Lucius, and I I love the last name Mazer, so yeah, and uh, good um, group of names there.
0: And like the, you had to remember, there's there's currently two Sheamus playing on the on the 18U team. There's right. two guys named Sheamus. Mm-hmm. What? So. Uh, you, you got to love to see it uh, got, out of the U.S. there. I, w- I, I wish Seamus Casey would have gotten an invite made this team because I love Seamus Casey. I think the kids are going to be pretty good, but he'll be on the team next year anyway. It doesn't matter. All right, this defense,
1: you wanted to hit on them. Jake Sanderson named yeah. the captain of this team. What do we expect out of this unit?
0: Uh, well, first of all, Jake Sanderson, he's going to win best defenseman in this tournament. I would safely put money on that. Like, he... Has turned himself into someone that I was not a huge fan of as a prospect. Someone I thought was an NHLer, but like you know, like top four type guy. Um, it, it can can provide some offense and defense rate, but nothing like out of this world. But he has become a legit elite level prospect, and like this, this kid's pretty good. So he's going to be leading a D core with uh, you know, Brock Faber, Jack Pierre, Wyatt Kaiser, just just to name a couple of them. Uh, it, it looks really good back there.
1: And then the goaltending, uh, there's no real names like a Jesper Wallstedt or a Yaroslav Askarov. But what does the goaltending look like overall? Is it something that we can be confident in? Or is it one where we're kind of just going to have to figure it out along the way? Drew
0: Kmas is a future NHL goalie. So he's going to be the guy that's relied on here, I would safely say. I would I feel no concerns trusting him and that um you know it's no Spencer Knight of last year and the year before. Right. But it's still certainly a goalie that can steal you a game or two when needed. He he's got a lot of talent, he's technically sound, he, he's he's good enough, and he's still, you know, one of the best three or four goalies in this tournament.
1: Uh and then my final question is looking at all of these rosters, we see oh four birthdays, we see uh guys that are so young. Does this make you feel old?
0: A little bit, yeah. <laughs> like like when when there's kids that are seven years younger than me playing in this tournament in the 05s. Like yeah. That, that's, yeah, that's not okay.
1: When I was seeing NHL players uh, or, or players get drafted into the NHL that were younger than me, I was like, you know, that's still not that big of a deal because they're 18, that's so young. But now we're at the point where NFL players are getting drafted right. that are younger than us, and now I'm really starting to feel it. But, oh, it, it's, it, it's brutal. But we got to make some predictions here. Uh, what do we expect out of this tournament? Who do we think is going to take it all? Uh, it, you know, this might be a little biased for me, but I'm taking the U.S. all the way. Uh, they're going back-to-back, back, baby. Uh, the offense is going to be uncontrollable, and the teams with the great goaltenders like the Wallstats, the Askarovs, and the Kosas, not going to be able to handle this offense. Give me the U.S.
0: I genuinely believe we're getting a USA-Canada final. Again. Which is what we want. Absolutely. Um, and I'm going to take USA in this one as well. It's going to be a tough battle, but I'm, I'm going to take USA slightly. Um, for teams that could grab that bronze, I would probably say my, my safest bet is Sweden. Um, I think that, that, would, that would be next. But mm-hmm. it really just depends on how all this shakes out. You know, I think Austria-Switzerland are going to be the two fighting for relegation. I think Germany's got a free win over Austria. Um, like they don't have to worry about that. The other games are going to have to worry a little bit, but and pool B, I mean everyone's got to win over Switzerland. If if anybody loses to Switzerland, that that's a big problem.
1: I would love to see some big movement within the group play. Slovakia may be coming out uh 3 and 1 or something like that. That'd be, awesome. be really cool. Um also USA of course. The US have always seemed to put themselves in a little bit of a hole in group play. Uh, we've even seen them come out and play Canada and, you know, some of the bracket play early on not being able to go head- to-head for that gold medal game uh, what do we expect for the actual group seeding if you had to predict that for Group a uh, I would think Canada Finland Czech Germany Austria that's probably pretty safe yep but when we look at Group B where could we see some mix-ups
0: I I expect it to end up at the end of the day be USA Sweden Russia Slovakia Switzerland I, I, that's my full expectation um, it, I I you know I, I think Russia goes two and two in this Sweden goes probably three and one. USA, um, they go three and one or four and zero.
1: Okay. Sounds good. Well, let's now move on to our draft, shall we? We shall. We got a five round snake draft. And Chase brought up two great ideas. It was either, hey, let's draft a whole roster of just junior players and let you guys vote on which is better, but you guys are always so biased. Oh, my gosh. So I figured let's uh, let's go with the second option, and that was that we're going to be drafting these actual teams, and we'll be able to keep track along the tournament to see who had the better draft. So I will let you pick, actually. If you want to go first, you can. If you want me to go first, that's fine. Whatever you want to do, I'll leave that up to you.
0: First is all you, my friend.
1: <laughs> I see what you did there. Because... When you go second, third, it's so nice because you can pick up two dominant teams. Mm-hmm. But uh, first, you gotta pick the winner, or else you're losing. It's simple as that. If you don't pick the gold medal team, then you lose. So I'm gonna hedge my bets. I'm gonna go with Team Canada with Boo. the first overall pick. I really don't want to. I don't. But what I my my thought process here is that if Canada wins, I'm right. If Canada loses to the U.S., I'm happy. So, either way, I'm winning. So, let's hedge my bets. Let's go Canada with the first pick.
0: All right. Well, I makes it super easy. Two yeah. and three for USA and Sweden for me. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. that, yeah I've, I've got no issue with that at all. Great. Uh, I am then going to go with Russia
1: with that fourth pick there. That's pretty easy. Yeah. Um, I
0: kind of want to mix it up just so you can't have Team Slovakia. Do whatever you want. Um, Do whatever you want. Yeah, I will do that. You're going to grab Slovakia? I'll take the Slovaks. Okay. I will happily grab Team Finland here then. Mm-hmm. And then my next one, I'll probably I'll, I'll probably go with the Czechs here. Um, it's pretty smart. Yeah. So I am currently looking at a USA, Sweden, Finland, Czech roster, or pool, I guess, whatever you want to call it, where you've got a Canada, Russia, Slovakia one. Interesting. Go ahead. And then I'll
1: leave you with Austria. So I'll take Germany and Switzerland. Okay.
0: I will be okay with that. I don't... You know, Austria's not great, but whatever. Those last teams matter anyway. Yeah. I I feel pretty good about this one here. I feel pretty good about this one. Yeah.
1: I mean, I much rather would have had the second second and third picks than the first. But if Canada wins gold medal, I I just
0: win. Right. So... So, we... We how do we want to? We do want to come up with some sort of system, or just like kind of say like, oh, this is our. Do you want to do like you get like five points for gold, three points for silver, a point for bronze, and then um you get based on the you're standing in the pools four, three, two, one, zero points. Like how they do? Yeah, I don't care. That that, that just just so we can put some sort of number on to see who did better. Yeah,
1: I I think I think that sounds good. That the five, three, one, because there's definitely got to be an emphasis on the gold winning team because yeah. I mean. If Canada wins gold and I take them first overall and then Russia and Slovakia don't get silver or
0: bronze, you you know, you want to make it seven, four, one, make it a little bit of a bigger gap. Sure. We can do that. All right. So you get seven points for gold, four points for silver, one point for bronze, and then you get points four through zero based on your standings in your pool.
1: Oh, that sucks though. Because I'm thinking about it. My second and third pick, are in the same exact pool,
0: they <laughs> so
1: are. Uh, that's fine. I'm cool with that because yeah, I, I mean, uh all, if Canada wins, that'll be a, a big jump.
0: All it takes is is Jesper Wallsted playing horribly in Sweden, flopping for for your guys to finish second and third because yep. USA is finishing one, of course. Right, of course. But so yeah, I'm 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 good at that.
1: That's a good uh good little draft there. Um, I'd be interested to see what the fans think. I'm sure we have a lot of. Tampa Bay fans, and I would assume that with Tampa Bay fandomship you would, or fandom, uh, you would also be a fan of the U.S. So yeah, let us course. know at the Bolts broadcast who you think is going to win the World Junior Championships. We'll, we'll put some polls out there, you know, who do you think is going to win Group A, Group B, etc., and we'll get your guys' opinions on that. But that's going to do it for a little preview. A lot of fun this episode um, and s- so much to look forward to. This break.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm excited.
1: All right. Hockey name of the day to end it off. Let's see what we got here. That is a name. Wow. That is a name. That it? is not something that. And this was a name that you had to hear the pronunciation for before we started the episode because you just had no clue.
0: Yeah. I, I, I normally don't know how to say these names, but I, sometimes I'll double check and make sure. And this one I had to like quintuple, quintuple check pretty much. All right. Quintuple. That's the word. Archajus Zianbor.
1: <laughs> yeah did i kill it <laughs> wait yeah arca juice Zambor. that's what i'm going with
0: arcadius zambore zambore or zambore i don't know why i said through the a on the end there excuse me yeah arcadius zambore i have no idea why the hell i threw an a on that
1: all right well if i just like pronounced it better i was pretty close arcadius
0: zambore yeah totally but of course it's a world junior show so of course we got to mention Arcadius who is on team Germany. Okay. Uh, he, uh, he, <laughs> he, he was born in Poland. Uh, so, so it's a Polish name, but he grew up in Germany pretty much his whole life. He's played for Germany throughout the international stage. Um, he's on the U-20 team. You know, he might get some games, but like, he's not like anything crazy. He's playing for other Mannheim in, in the German league. He's a defenseman, six to you know, like a, a perfectly fine player um, on, on a weaker roster. Maybe he can surprise, but doubt it. He might
1: not be anything crazy, but his name is. Yeah, no shit. All right, well, that's going to do it for the show. We want to thank you so much for coming out and giving us a listen. We hope you guys have a great, great holiday weekend. Uh, Make sure to spend time with loved ones and friends, family, you know, all that. But also, make sure to keep an eye on the World Junior Championship. Chase, take us out with an outro.
0: Alright, as always, I want to thank you guys for listening. It's just, you know, like Mike said, we appreciate you guys checking us out. If you want to support us on Patreon, we really appreciate it. Nothing required, but you might as well check her out. If you want to follow us on Twitter at Bolts Broadcast, that's at Bolts Broadcast. You can follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at Hockey Podnet. That's at Hockey Podnet. Or at right, a follow WMP on Twitter at WMP Sports Pod. That's WMP Sports Pod. Uh that way you're all the content you need on Twitter right there. Make sure to go to the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com. network.com, find all the podcasts network. Boom. Click the logo, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Check out the blogs while you're at it. Whoever listening, if you can rate us five stars, send us your questions, comments, concerns, we'd really appreciate it. Or if you do, do not forget to use code THPN when you sign up for DraftKings.
1: Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you next
0: time.